So, um, before we get into Joe Biden circa 1987, and he was already old then, I would and know, but... bald, curiously enough. He's regrown his hair. He's making America hairy again. <laughs> he wasn't that old, but he was 44, I think, when he ran for president. My last hair time. grows. <laughs> he got plugs. <laughs> he got um, a yeah. transplant. Yeah, and looks it, all right. And it looks great, to yeah. tell you the truth. Yeah. I mean, it, it pulled it off. You thinking of it? No. Going to get some uh, some plugs? If you if you got the full head of hair except for just the male pattern baldness, I would do that, but I don't have that. I don't have good hair anywhere. Mm. So I would just have a little strip of good hair in the middle and then mm-hmm. still nothing on the sides. Mm, not a good look. Not, not hey, a good look. Yeah, beautiful hair. Both my boys have fantastic hair, movie star hair, we call wow. it. They can just roll out of bed or they come out of the bath or whatever. Toss it. Ugh. Yeah, d- don't do anything. Always looks fantastic. <laughs> wow. I, don't, I forgot the worst hair ever. Um, can I hear that Conan joke? I just wondered how this was before we get to Joe Biden. Conan. It was reported today that, uh, that uh, Joe Biden is leading. Joe Biden is leading Bernie Sanders by eight points. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Not, a, not on the polls in their weekly game of shuffleboard. <laughs> oh! They're old, you see. They're old. I get it. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, so this is Joe Biden who ran. Uh, he's run. This is the third time running. I don't think he can knock him for not for get for running and losing in 2008, can you? The Obama phenomenon was happening. Yeah. Nobody was going to beat the Obama phenomenon. Yeah, that doesn't make a guy unqualified to be president or unfit for our votes by itself. No. But, you know, he is running for the third time. You are you are getting married for the third time and explaining why the first two weren't your fault. And, sure. You know, it can be true, but right. it doesn't, you know. Um the first time he ran in 1987, I think he, he was driven out by a, a crazy media story that was overblown. But such as presidential politics, it happens. I mean, if you that was back when the media would criticize a Democrat. And this Meanwhile, is this is specifically a news report of him dropping out. So it kind of gets awesome. into why it was cool. that. Cool. The chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee is the man in the dock for using other people's words without credit and being less than truthful about the credits he received at law school and at college. I do it with incredible reluctance, and it makes me angry. I'm angry with myself for having been put in the position, put myself in the position, of having to make this choice. And I am uh, no less frustrated with the environment of presidential politics. Be that as it may, I've concluded that I will stop being a candidate for president of the United States. Biden's troubles began just two weeks ago in Iowa with reports he had plagiarized a speech by England's fiery Labor Party leader, Neil Kinnock. Why am I the first Kinnock in a thousand generations to be able to get to university? Why is it that Joe Biden is the first in his family ever to go to a university. There was more. A videotape caught Biden at a neighborhood coffee in New Hampshire making exaggerated claims about his college record. Went back to law school and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. In fact, as Biden finally conceded, he finished near the bottom of his class. Today it was Biden, earlier this year, Gary Hart. With Democrats falling like flies, can anyone survive the intense scrutiny of modern campaigns? Most insiders still say yes, but they say the candidates must recognize that in an age of instant communications, you have to keep your facts straight. In the 19th century, if there was a fact that kind of drifted across the country slowly, today it's instantaneously heard everywhere. Boy, and that was in 1987, Bob Schieffer talking about in this day of instantaneous 
communication. Right. I mean, if you if you make a claim about your college uh, test scores or whatever now, there's a thousand people that will fact fact check that while they're in the room with you. Mm-hmm. Can you check that sort of thing? Because I've long dreamed of faking up a resume. I mean, like really exaggerating it. Because I don't think there's any harm in it, and I'd just be doing it to amuse myself. But I just can they can they check your? I don't think you can get somebody's college transcript unless you tell the school to release it. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, this was the where he ranked out of. Uh, I think there were 87 people graduated from law school that year, and he was 75th or something like that. Top half. Um, but so he, he sounds like he exaggerated it. But um, can I claim to have an engineering degree, for instance? Can they check that? They might be able to figure out what degree you got. But making this just about running for Walk president. Walk around in scrubs and gloves. Yes, I'm a doctor. <laughs> Again, just I'm not going to operate on any, but I just want to amuse myself. And you want people to call you Dr. Joe? Yeah, well, I insist. I've worked hard to earn that title, Jack. I don't need to stand up for Joe Biden or or attack him. I'm just I just think it, the the way we pick a president is interesting. So, he had uh, quoted that English speech, and he that was part of his stump speech. He gave that speech like a hundred times, and he would say, like the prime minister said, but this time he didn't. Somebody who was with Dukakis's campaign thought, aha, he didn't oh, mention boy. it this time, told the New York so, Times. So the other campaigns send like gaff policemen <laughs> to all the uh, uh, all the uh, other candidates' appearances. That's interesting. And, then he act, and they acted like he was trying to pull one over on people. He even contacted the New York Times and said, look, you know that I give this speech over and over again. You guys have been in the room where I always mention the guy. I didn't this time. It was a mistake, but it's not me trying to pull one. Didn't matter. Right. Next thing you know, it's on the CBS Evening News. They they put a couple clips on there that sounds like a great gotcha. Sounds like he's doing that. Doesn't matter. And how big a deal. So that's what ran him out of the campaign, right? How big a deal is it? You're not even going to hear it this time around, probably. So uh, the fact that you can get run out of one campaign, but then it's not an issue the next a couple years later, however many years later, shows it wasn't that big an issue in the first place. Right, right. But we do that all the time. It's just the way it works. They ended up with Dukakis? Dukakis, yeah. They think it was Dukakis that uh, went to the New York Times with the he didn't credit who he was quoting this time. Mm. He's clearly a plagiarist. Dukakis looks like the kind of kid who would stand up in class and say, teacher, look over there. Jack didn't sign his paper. That was the one that, I'm not going to say her name. I still remember her name. This girl who was in fifth grade oh, who would always it. raise her hand and tell the teacher, Jack didn't put his name on his paper. It's like not putting your name in the paper is an automatic zero or something. Oh, no. She always thought it was a little heavy-handed. You She'd know have my made handwriting. a good Nazi. I've got the worst handwriting in class. You can figure out which one's mine. Why, why are you giving me a zero? <laughs> but anyway. To teach you. There have to be negative repercussions, Jack. Okay, that's a, that's a different decision for the teacher. But how about the kid at, that down at the inner road? DS is her uh, her initials. I still know her. <laughs> oh boy, I don't know what she's <laughs> gone on to do. Had not, she not been a government informant, would you remember her name? You know, this is this is one of the times I do wish I was on Facebook because I'd like to know where she ended up. She might be uh, perfectly happy and successful or in prison. I don't know. I got people at the state and federal level can do us a little work if you need it. But she would always, Jack didn't put his name on his paper. And I would think, shut up. You know, it would be funny. Who asked you? Why do you care whether I put my name on my paper? Why don't you worry about your own problems? Right. Right. Here's what you do. You have my people look into her. We get you all the info you need. You call the IRS. <laughs> Bring her down. Her. Right. Bring you her down. You call her. You say, you remember me? 
Do you? And she'd say, no. What? Well, we were in school together 40 years to ago. <laughs> anyway, so long and short of it is the IRS is on their way to your house. Long and short of it is I have a long memory. Right. Long and short of it is I'm petty as hell. <laughs> I can't let things go. From childhood. <laughs> the fact that I still remember your name over this is really makes me a weirdo. But nevertheless, how do you like me now? The IRS is headed to your door. About like you liked me then? <laughs> oh. Hasn't no, changed? Anyway. Confirms that your judgment was good even as a fifth grader? Oh, okay. Well, you're about to get your comeuppance there, Wiseacre. <laughs> uh, better sign your taxes. Hmm. Click. You didn't sign your taxes. And I didn't tell the <laughs> teacher. I told the federal government. There you go. Again, perfectly reasonable. Social media uh, as a vehicle for decades-old vengeance. Seems very healthy to me. Perfectly more on the healthy. way. More on the way. Stay tuned. Yes. Will we run several candidates out for dumb reasons this time around? Probably. Almost certainly. AOC pitching more fictions, this time about the prison prison system. Uh, they're going to they're going to kill 2 million cats in Australia. 2 million cats. Does Austra- do Australians just hate cats? I think that's the only thing I can assume. Boy, cat hunt. Cat season. Oh, jeez. Go into your neighbor's home. Whatever. Oh, no. No, no? Not, I don't think it's like that. Okay. I don't, I don't think it's like Well, that. I better stay tuned then, because that's be what like I fear. That. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, One More Thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We didn't mention this story till the end of the show yesterday. Uh, Trevor Noah is that his name? Yeah, the Daily Show. Trevor yeah. Noah had. I'm gonna watch him last night. He had a joke about it, and people are saying that this video shows how smart chimps are. I actually think it's the opposite. It proves that Instagram appeals to the chimp part inside human brains. Yeah. Because I don't know about you, but Instagram makes me real dumb. I'm having complicated discussions during the day, just like, yeah, you know, you look at the economy and you look at what's happening in Congress, and then you get on Instagram and you're like, <laughs> If you haven't seen the video of the, of the monkey scrolling through the Instagram, uh, we've got it at armstrongandgetty.com. A correction, Jack. It's an ape. Uh, monkeys have tails. Apes do not. I call them all monkeys. Thank you so much for standing up for the ape monkey divide, Jack. And uh, well, a monkey on this topic, if you ask me. I call them all monkeys, just like everything in the oceans of fish. You're a little more than a lemur. (laughs) Um, The whale is not a fish. They're all fish. Um, Not the whale. But so this 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 chimp scrolling through Instagram, it's disturbing. And like, how does that how does that gentleman not get to vote? And why do we put him in a cage? I mean, you watch him go through the Instagram. Just very, very human like the thing that really struck out to me is that he was scrolling through, found a video that involved. It turned out to be him, a chimpanzee, but then watched that and seemed to have some sort of. Like recognition, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too. I'm projecting my senses onto the chimp. 
But uh, the fact that he stumbled across a chimp video when they weren't all chimp videos was interesting to me. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's a coincidence. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, well, yeah, chimps are amazing creatures. Don't they have ninety nine percent of the same genes? Something as us? like that. Yeah, it's it's incredibly close. They're just a little hairier than most people, and they're I've considerably with, stronger. I worked with several people that a chimpanzee would have been better. Right. Several. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly would have smelled better. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, back to the ocean thing. Like, if a person swimming in the ocean, do you consider that a f- fish? Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to, wanted to clarify. So, listen, AOC, the leader of one wing of the Democratic Party, or so it would seem, is out with a tweet. Um, she was commenting on the whole should prisoners vote? Should the Boston bomber be allowed to vote? Uh, Bernie Sanders. The old socialist, in my mind, uh, torpedoing his own candidacy with that craziness. That will haunt him for the rest of his days. That is the gaffe, I think, in his career. Is that a gaffe? Um, well, not. no, it, it's not if he believes that. If I he, think that's he's ready stance. to stand by that yeah, policy. I think that's his political stance, well-thought-out political stance. I, I think it's so far out of the mainstream that I agree. That's good. Yeah. That didn't help him any. Well, there's a bitter, bitter old joke uh, in the political set that a gaffe is when a candidate is accidentally overheard telling the truth. Right. Um, so. But he's not hiding that. Well, at any rate, the point is AOC is out with a tweet, and I will quote it. To avoid looking completely and utterly out of touch with the reality of our prison system, instead of asking, should the Boston bomber have the right to vote, try, should a nonviolent person stopped with a dime bag lose the right to vote? Because that question affects way more people. Well, now, I will grant you that the Boston Bombers add, dude. So, yeah, okay, that's true as far as it goes. And and certainly there's, well, there have been some sentencing reform measures passed that I'm I, in favor of. I understand your question, though. You you picked the worst person in prison to make a point that hey, you're going to let that guy vote. But what about all the other people that are in for whatever kind of crimes? But AOC seems unaware that violent offenders comprise a majority of the state prison population. <clears throat> plurality within local jails, only in the federal prisons, which account for a tiny fraction of the nation's prison population, is where you'll find nonviolent drug offenders outnumbering violent offenders. Just because there are very few violent crimes that are prosecuted on a federal level. Uh, overwhelming majority of the country's prison population resides in straight state prisons, and only 3.5% of those prisoners are incarcerated for drug possession. Now, possession with intent to distribute, I'm not sure that's Three and a half percent would add up to a lot of people. Oh, it absolutely would. I still don't think they get to vote, but I could see how people would make the argument that they should. Yeah, well, especially if they knew they were going to vote their way. Yes, Sean? Yeah, I find that to be a much more interesting and and workable debate premise than the Boston bomber aspect of it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, State prisons, uh, about 1.3 million people in state prisons, 45,000 of them for drug possession. 45,000 out of 1.3 million AOC. That's the vast majority. That's a large majority of the prisoners in the country. 612,000 are in local jails. And uh, drug convictions, 35,000 out of 612,000. Uh, federal prisons and jails, there is you know your big drug dealer. Uh, that's where they go. Um, let's see, it's 81,000 out of 221. It's a plurality. I think any main, any, any candidates on stage with Trump, we're down to the final two candidates on stage with Trump. And the, 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 they have to ask the question, especially if Bernie is a candidate, 
should people in prison get to vote? Bernie says absolutely. Trump says no way. That one's not even close. That one's not even close for America on that one. Right. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, a lot of people want to draw the line at violent or nonviolent crime. Um, but I, that's a the particularly progressive politicians have a way of defining crimes that are completely violent as nonviolent. The list, for instance, in Cal Unicornia of nonviolent crimes includes uh, at least half a dozen that everybody would consider violent. Well, even for nonviolent crimes, you, you end up in prison. You waived your right to uh, participate in society. You don't right. get to vote. I get to vote on how we treat you. Yeah. We, uh, you know, we got a number of emails that were just dumb on this topic. You know, you either have a right to vote or you don't. Okay, well, you have the right to uh, peaceably assemble. Unless you're in prison, then you don't get to anymore. You either have the right to go anywhere you want or you don't. You don't get your Second Amendment rights. You're probably not going to quarter troops, so we can skip that one. But, yeah, you just... There are some rights that are suspended when you are imprisoned. And to have to explain, that's a little discouraging. Hey, Sean, to need, me, but... need you to be prepared, Sean, to review the Avengers movie at the end of a Marshall's News. I was okay? born for this. A lot of, I know you were. A lot of people saw it. It's going to be the biggest one of all time. So what else is coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Trump just took an ageist shot at Joe Biden. Again, you're talking about uh, jailed felons voting. Bernie doubles down on that. And the best day of the okay. year to get married. Can't imagine how you figured that out. <laughs> Sounds a little hokey to me, but a little more fake science from Marshall. Watch that Instagram monkey at armstrongandgetty.com. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. review of the Avengers movie coming up uh, toward the end of this newscast. So um, I'm stretching right now in preparation. <laughs> there you go. Okay, fantastic. Uh, Marshall Phillips now with the news. Well, heading out to speak at the NRA convention, President Trump was asked how old is too old to run for president? Well, I think that uh, I just feel like a young man. I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. I am a young Vibrant man. I look at Joe. I don't know about him. <laughs> it, it, it is it is amazing that Trump is 72. He does not seem 72. He seems like a guy in his 50s. Right. It, he's just genetically blessed, obviously, because he doesn't exercise and he eats poorly, but he's just genetically blessed. And there are, you know, I know people that are 60 that walk real slow and talk slow and, you know. They're, they're all of them that are. If you're capable of running for president and actually doing the campaign trail, you're in better shape than I am. Meanwhile, 77 year old Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders made an appearance in North Texas at a rally in Fort Worth Wednesday. He defended his call to allow incarcerated felons to vote, which he's been criticized for. You know, the other day I was roundly criticized for saying something that I think is common sense. And I think that every American citizen, because of their citizenship, should have the right to vote, even if they're in jail. (laughs) 
That there crowd likes that. Yeah. That crowd likes that. Um, I, I don't agree with him, and I don't think that's a winning position nationally. But the thing I've always liked about Bernie, he believes that, and he's going to argue for it. And he's moved the party his direction. He's the opposite of Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton wasn't going to say what she believed if it didn't poll well. Bernie is going to make arguments. And that, you know, you got to admire that. I disagree with that position, but. He believes it. Polwell. He's not doing it because it's he's not doing it because it's the popular thing to say. Isn't Polwell one of the the Democrats in the uh, in it's the race? Swalwell. 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 Oh, yeah, that's wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't Polwell, but it's Swalwell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the best day to get married. You know, the cost of a wedding can add up really quickly. Average US wedding cost $34,000 in 2018. That's insane. It is. It's just dumb. And when I hear that millennials are killing the wedding industry by going with cheaper stuff, and that that just finally some generation just decided to say, "Why are we spending so much money on this?" Marriages are beautiful. Weddings are stupid. There you go. All right. So (laughs) when you want to get married, in order to save the most money, the latest data shows Tuesdays in January are your best bet economically. Tuesdays for good reason. January. <laughs> a Tuesday brunch wedding. You get that nice 1130 yes. start time. Yep. Right. Yep. Tuesdays in January. Remember, gentlemen, it's a tradition to spend two months of your salary. Yeah. For you, maybe not for me. <laughs> or me. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> Seems our families have very different traditions. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Sean, tell us about the Avengers movie. Um, a whole I, bunch of d- different characters getting together to, I don't know, fight yes, crime or something. So the culmination of some uh, a decade plus and 22-something movies, uh, they really they nailed it. They stuck the landing in a way that I didn't think they would. I was surprised and, and thrilled multiple times, pretty much consistently throughout the movie. Um, so are there not going to be any more? Is that what you're saying? Uh, there's not going to... There will be more Disney movies, possibly even under the Avengers... Uh, title, but it will not be the same cast of characters. Uh, the the behind the scenes thing is the the Tony Starks and the Chris Evans. Their their picture deals ran out. They want to go do other things. So there's there's much passing of the torch uh, that they've been setting up with previous movies, and they so, they finally do it in this one. It's like when a, uh, a a sports team that has won multiple championships, their reign doesn't end because they don't win anymore. Just all the contracts didn't line up anymore. You just couldn't keep everybody together anymore and pay everybody this right amount and of money. I they, get it. And they've been aware of this for a long time, and they've set themselves up, I think, pretty nicely to to go forward with the the, that's, the new Spider-Man, the Black Panther, the Captain Marvel kind of taking yeah, up the... That's the future. Let's talk about this movie. So you you for anybody who's seen Avenger movies, this like ties some threads together and has it, a... It closes, it closes all the loops, and it, it, cool. it, it, it's, it's... I really did enjoy it. It's... It's probably top three or four of the Marvel movies. I think I'm actually going to do a kind of a standalone podcast where I actually rank the Marvel movies. Um, I like it, and uh, and yeah, I think this one is is a contender. It, it's it's a lot of fun. There were more s bombs than I was anticipating. Oh, if, really? If 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 parents were on the fence about whether or not to take their kids to it, if you are sensitive uh, to that sort of thing, I'm just putting S-bombs. that out there. Uh, um, Thor, you're too mighty to work blue. Come on. Yeah, who's dropping the S-bombs? I bet it's that stupid Hawkeye. <laughs> no, no, bow and arrow. No, Hawkeye did not. Most of them were from uh, from Tony Stark. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And, so uh, Iron Man's a Revenger, huh? <laughs> An Avenger. And uh, I will say, and, and I don't, I'm being careful not to spoil anything, but the what they did with Thor in this movie is delightful. My wife thinks Thor is the stupidest one. That whole throwing the hammer and then you grab it and it 
You fly with it. It's you just, get hit in the head with that hammer. You wouldn't be saying that's that. That's right. Ridiculous. Only He's one of my favorite Revengers. Yeah. And I wanted I, to ask you once again: the best urine break time is when? Uh, I would say anytime during the middle act. So the 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 middle hour of the movie. It's a right. three hour movie. Uh, they kind of do little uh, the 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 Avengers or Revengers, as right. Joe calls them. They kind of break up into little subgroups. That's what they're called. When they're when they're focused on a subgroup that you okay. particularly aren't that invested in or interested in, I would suggest doing uh, that. I get it. So does Ant Man ruin any picnics or is anything like that happen? <laughs> no, Ant Man he he performs above his weight in this movie. He, uh, he, oh. he yeah he does some What's good work. That, what ants so, do? That's yeah. an ant thing. Heavy lifting. All right, but you give it your Sean stamp of approval. Absolutely. I, I, if you are at all interested in movies, and this has a unique. Uh, th- I, I think the movie was much better because I saw it on the big screen in a theater full of people. There were cheers throughout, like random just applause breaks when various characters showed up on screen and certain things. Like, wow. it, it was just a really fun movie experience. Actually cheering. And you you barely found one seat in the third row and you had to drive 30 miles away for it. That's how popular this thing And is. I bought my ticket on Monday. Wow, wow. So uh, were you able to make it through without a, uh, a visit to the men's? Oh, yes, yes. I was okay. I was under hydrating all day. I made sure to it's go good to be young. right before the preview started. <laughs> they don't even get past that opening song with the credits before I got to go. Yeah, I got to stop by the drugstore that reminds me to get my supply of catheters I'm going to sell at the theater. Get your catheter. Get make it through the movie. Enjoy the Avengers. You don't want to miss when Thor dies. Get your catheter. What signs you need, sir? Don't lie. You'll regret it. All right. Ant-Man kills Thor, but you don't know when. So you don't want to go pee. Gets 50,000 of his friends and they eat him. Who needs a catheter? But you don't know when. Exactly. So that's a good tip right there. All right. Coming up, something else. We'll take a review of, I don't know. I feel I, I do. I, I, I rarely have FOMA, fear of missing out. Uh-huh. But I'm not going to see the Avengers. I'm not going to watch the NFL draft like 50 million Americans are expected to, which makes it a huge, huge hit. And, of course, Game of Thrones Sunday night with the biggest battle scene ever filmed in any kind of film. Yeah, yeah, what? Movie yeah. or TV, yes. Yeah, just the biggest battle. And I love a good battle scene. I think those are awesome. It's insane. Must be the greatest one ever, surrounded by sex and everything else. Oh, there's another uh, big fake hate crime. That's a thing, man. People are doing this. All right. It's weird. And you already know it's fake? Oh, yeah. Okay. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Anymore. I watched some game the other day. I seen that for Domino's. It sounds something called Domino's Dots. Have you seen these? Domino's Dots. They're just rolled up balls of dough. <laughs> they don't even try to make it look like a cookie anymore because we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> now they have brownies. You can get a tray of hot brownies at Domino's. Who put these two together? Have you ever done that in your life? Had two or three slices of pizza and I go, I go for a tray of brownies. A tray of brownies. <laughs> And now they have something called the Double Melt Pizza. It's a pizza with another pizza on top of it. How fat 
are we trying to get in this country? Um, that is disturbing. Brownies don't sound good after a bunch of pizza. For me, anyway. I'm well, not you high. you got to so. wait a while. Oof. You're not high. You're not? I'm not. Why, a little brownies and vanilla ice cream? Oh, that sounds good to me. A couple of things we've mentioned ought to pay off real fast. Uh, why is Australia killing two million cats? They got a real feral cat problem. And uh, Killing all the native boids, probably. So that's killing an astounding number of birds. They're dropping lethal sausages from planes as part of the plan to kill two million cats. I saw lethal sausages play last weekend. They were fantastic. <laughs> They're a punk oompa band. Bunch of German guys in lederhosen, tubas, etc., but they play really fast and loud. Yeah, typically punk I would lethal sausages. Would not have expected to enjoy it as much as I did. Right. Um... Oh, I didn't mention. Oh, well, and they sell T-shirts and hats and lederhosen at the merch <laughs> table. Other pets. Cool. Other pet story. I'm not going to dwell on at all. But there is a horrific dog meat trade in Indonesia, and a video that came out yesterday oh, as part boy. of journalism. I don't want to see. It's it. just. It's just awful. I'm it's already awful. against it. I'm not sure yeah. I need to oh, see it. But it's. It's worse than you can imagine. It's worse than you can imagine. And this is good news. Financial satisfaction among individuals is at a record high. As long as they've been doing this survey, and it goes back decades, the populace has never been this satisfied. It's like pleasure with your financial situation versus pain over your financial situation. Okay. It's higher toward the pleasure than it's ever been. That's amazing. That is not what you hear all the time. I mean, particularly on the campaign trail these days, it's all about doom and gloom. Convincing you, convincing you that things are bad. Right. You can't have the highest number of uh, people satisfied with their finances and have it be only 1% of people are doing well, obviously. Right. Math doesn't work. Yeah. Interesting. Of course, you know, you know, in terms of electoral politics, we're a long way out. Oh, yeah. No, I'm a financial uh, masochist. I only, I'm only happy when I'm in financial pain. So even Mm, even when I'm satisfied with it, I gotta, I gotta find something bad to, you know, some, so, some night at the casino or something. You're a tough vote to get then. Very difficult. <laughs> and I've been thinking about, maybe we, we should probably link this. It's going to take a while to find it because I didn't give anybody any heads up. Did you see the video? This came out yesterday from ESPN. Their video was, uh, on this date in 1976, protesters tried to burn an American flag at Dodger Stadium. Ah, uh, yeah. The audio is actually good with the great Vin Scully when he was only in his 60s back in the 70s. I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, but Cubs outfielder Rick Monday sprinted across the outfield, grabbed the American flag before they could light it on fire and ran off with it, and the crowd stood up and cheered like crazy. Yeah. Yep. And I was just wondering, would that happen today? Could that happen today? Either a player rescuing the American flag or the crowd cheering if a player did do it. I don't mm. know. I don't know either. I don't know. The great Rick Monday. Remember, I was. I think I was watching that game. That's the sort of memory that you would have morph over time. And I would, I would swear I was watching it, even though, you know, if there were any way to check, I might not be. But I think I was. I was a little kid, but I was a huge Cubs fan. I watched them all the time. Um, 1976 is post-Vietnam. I mean, we're pretty cynical as a nation at that point, but still, you know, apparently enough people at Dodger Stadium didn't like the idea of burning the American flag that they stood and cheered a player running over and grabbing it. Yeah. I'm not sure any player now would even just even think twice. I might get involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe for a decent reason. I mean, it's not their job to convince, uh, to, uh, confront crazy people. Now, Rick, who's a patriot and he saw what they were doing. And decided that ain't happening out here. 
Um, and a standing good, ovation good for him. And a standing ovation from the visiting, well, not the visiting, there was a home crowd, but yeah. a visiting team. Yeah, 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 indeed. Uh, so, uh, speaking of love, hate, and that sort of thing, and protests, it, there was a there was a series of incidents in Canada not too long ago, just before Passover. Um, there had been a number of anti-Semitic uh, attacks at a popular Jewish-owned restaurant in Winnipeg. And um, uh, this was the, the latest and the worst. The fourth time in a few months, the cafe had been targeted with anti-Semitic vandalism. A woman inside the restaurant had been assaulted by a, uh, a burglar-slash-vandal. Hateful black graffiti covered the walls. Plates and glassware were shattered to the floor. Tables and chairs overturned. Immediately, community organizers began mobilizing. Fundraiser for the cafe's owners was created. An interfaith vigil scheduled uh, and the rest of it. Contributions made, blah, blah, blah. Then as the coppers, the Mounties, uh, investigated... Um, turns out, no, it was faked up. It was a, it was a staged crime. It was a hoax. The owners of the cafe, a couple and their 29 year old son were arrested and charged with public mischief and accused of faking everything. Now, if it was Chicago, a political activist prosecutor had let him off the hook for everything, but no, I, I uh, evidently they like justice in Canada because they're prosecuting these people. But, um, it is now a multifaceted brand of crazy. You got people who just want to be celebrated for being a victim. The only way you can get status in that community is in, in the social justice warrior world is to be a victim of something. You brag about it. You want to make sure everybody knows it. Um, and then these, and then I think there also might be um, if for business owners, the attention, the concern people uh, will uh, visit the business. They'll patronize it. They'll contribute money to you and the rest of it. It's a marketing scam. Yeah. Or so it would seem. Uh, seem. I, I got to believe if it were the social justice warrior thing, you couldn't get the couple and their son to go along with it. You wouldn't think so. Alleged hoax has left the Jewish community community feeling betrayed and confused. I do, al- I do also think there's a... Um even though so many of these turn out to be hoaxes, and I think most turn out to be hoaxes, these high-profile things where, especially if it's got a Trump hat or Trump shirt involved, they almost always turn out to be hoaxes. Yeah, the ones that reach the news and you hear about are usually perfect from the news perspective. Tells the story, the narrative they want to tell. So, yeah, they often turn out to be hoaxes. I, I mean, guys shooting up synagogues and stuff is obviously real. And I think the I think more people hear about the original story than hear the retraction. So I think for whoever's behind this, I'm not sure there's one organization behind this, but you know, the anti-Trump world behind it, I think your message is working and sticking even with the fake ones. Right. The individuals get busted and ridiculed, but I think the overall look how hateful America is thing has caught on even though most of these have been fake. Well, and most of the statistics are fake, too. I, I actually, I don't have them in front of me. I left it back in the office stupidly, but um, all the hate crime rising statistics you've heard about from the Southern Poverty Law Center, among others, um, those are utterly bankrupt statistics. They're just not true. They're they're a fiction. They're worse than inaccurate. They're a fiction. They paint a picture that isn't true, which is not to say there's no racism or, or hate crimes uh, taking place in America, because, of course, there are, but... Um, there's a huge, there's a huge interest in portraying the whole 
hate crimes are rising. It's a dangerous place. This is the worst time sure, to be of alive. Course, of course. I mean, there's a lot of money in it. Organizations get lots and lots of contributions. You get elected or get somebody else booted out of office based on that narrative. So there are a lot of people pitching a lie. And it's, it's, it's unfortunate. It's like somebody coming into your home and convincing you your marriage is bad. That's insidious. Uh, we got a couple of texts and things we've been talking about. We did get this text because I mentioned the dog meat trade in Indonesia and how awful it is in a video that came out. And if you got a, the stomach for it or want to know, seek it out. I don't even want to link it at our website. It's horrific. But so we got this text. Is it as horrific as the cow meat trade in America where we kill 100 million cows every year? It's not even close. If anybody treated cows the way they treat the dogs in this video, you'd be in jail. Mm. It's not even close. Thanks for asking. Oh, it's just. Oh, yeah. Next. Next question. Yeah. Um, uh, How'd you come to see the video? Just came across your news feed somewhere, I, that sort of I thing? I didn't catch on. Because that doesn't enough. seem like the no, sort of thing you would not, watch. It's not, I saw like two seconds of it, yeah. then read the description. Mm. I'm glad I didn't watch the rest. Yeah. It's just, it's incredible. The the different cultures. So here's Indonesia. Um, isn't that the, the largest Muslim country on earth? Yeah. Most yeah. populous. But different cultures, you know, the, the, there's no way we would put up with that in the United States. We're way too kind and respectful of life and creatures and everything like that for that to ever exist among one human being in the United States without punishment, let alone as a culture, but culturally acceptable there. Well, Islam I mean, considers dogs unclean, don't they? Well, you can consider something unclean, but you don't need to torture them. Right. That makes you a sicko. Right. That's or to a- accept it in your culture. It's weird. Quick, somebody with something lighter than that to end the hour. A lot of people of course, everything's lighter than that. A lot of people wondering why the Avengers was three hours long, and we got something about the girl power scene at the end of the Avengers. Might have to ask Sean about that at some point. I'm not watching no Revengers movie. <laughs> Cartoon <laughs> movies. Make movies for grown-ups. You're listening with <laughs> angst and anger. Right, and smoking. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.